Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment presents Pit Row with your host Ralph, where we will review the upcoming NASCAR weekend's races and go over the last weekend's races, what happened, what we saw on the tracks, and build towards DFS picks. Let's jump into our latest episode. Welcome back, race fans. Sorry, I had a little reverb in my ear to start. This is Pit Row, where we talk about NASCAR Sprint Cup Series action. What did we see last week? Let's take a look forward to the next week. We want to get better at assessing what might happen as they race around the track on Sundays with the idea that we're going to get better at DraftKings, FanDuel, those type of sites, what have you. Really quickly, you can find us in a couple of key places. Our website, first of all www.tigerbombsae.com. Tigerbomb has this podcast for NASCAR. There's a football podcast, baseball, true crime. Everyone has their own page. If you go to the website and click on the Pit Row page, you can listen to this podcast there. You can also watch the YouTube video there as well. If you just want to go to YouTube, that's fine. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere that you listen to your podcast, you can listen to us as well. And in all those places, really simple, just search for Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment. This will come up, like, subscribe, follow, whatever the platform is. That's how we can stay connected. All right, let's jump into it. N- another big episode, lots to talk about from last week, and then a lot to discuss for this week. So we will revisit the Cookout 400 at Richmond Raceway. Let's go green. Hamlin strong out the gate. Reddick out front, followed by Hamlin, and then Bush, who was initially second. Now we get some traffic. Truex and Stenhouse get into each other a little bit early here. Truex was trying to work the outside. But at 7, 8, 9, and 10, now we get Gibbs, Harvick, Priest, Stenhouse at this point. Everyone losing grip early on already lap 13 and we're already seeing some of those lap times fall off about a second lower slower on the lap times and bj mcleod gets lapped early on cars in the very back are running very high against the wall to start the race early in richmond leaders are running the low line and you know just watching this to see if that changed throughout the course of the race cindric and haley trading paint hard racing style right now side by side so stage one lap 52 order becomes Reddick, Hamlin, Wallace, Elliott, Harvick, Bush, Byron, Priest, Brad K. Gibbs rounds out the top 10. William Byron able to sneak past Kyle Bush, and Reddick takes the stage. Bubba Wallace ran well there, finished second in the stage. Really good stuff for him as they try to make a playoff push. Reddick and Wallace quite quick off pit road also. So the top five actually remains the top five to start stage two. And we go green again. Reddick and Wallace up front. McDowell with an aggressive restart that does pay off for him. Bub, they've been taking a lot of chances lately. They're right at the bubble, 22 points inside of the line. That could give or take any week. And so they're taking chances to give them their credit week after week. Sometimes they work. A lot of times they don't. But these guys are taking shots. You got to do something, right? And so I'll give them a front row that at least. McDowell with the aggressive restart. Bubba outduels Reddick, his teammate for the lead. And the nine is third at this point. Now Brad K is third. He used the outside to pass Hamlin and Elliott. 
lap 38 in the stage now. Track temp is now at this point all the way up to 131 degrees. Driver fatigue going to start setting in here in Richmond. Logano and Boucher sneaking into the top 10 quietly. Those Fords drove well all day. Lap 54 in the stage, and we're moving through green flag pit stops at this point. The 10 gets busted, Almirola, for a pit road penalty. He touched the orange box while coming to pit road. That's a no-no. 20 busted for speeding. It feels like the heat is causing a few miscues, in my opinion. It's not so much that they said this in the announcing or whatever, but you start seeing these little gaffes, these little mistakes, and you realize how hot it is out there probably has something to do with it, these things that they don't normally mess up. Pit cycle nearly done. Three still out there at this point, though, trying to do stage two on just one stop. So that's the point of them stretching it. Order at this point now is Wallace, Reddick, Brad K, Hamlin, Boucher, McDowell, and Elliott. Lap 95 in the stage. Brad K uh, caught Reddick for a second. He's making some distance now. Elliott and Gibbs get into it a little bit. Gibbs didn't see him down there. It wasn't that he was trying to be tough with Elliott. Excuse me. He just didn't see him. Wallace doing fine out front. Only Brad K is less than a second behind. Everybody else pretty far back at this point. Priest still running well. He and Logano still in the top 10. Those were two guys we singled out last week. Bubba Wallace doing so much better than I had anticipated. We didn't think he could have a real good day at that track. Back against the wall type scenario. We know that he who leads the most laps here does not win. That's what I'm thinking as he's leading at these points in the race. Brad K with a pit, and that'll bring Wallace in as well, and Boucher. So that'll start a trend. Not a great pit for Bubba Wallace. They add a second, fumbling with tires. He'll lose basically a straightaway worth of length of track once all that is said and done and everybody cycles through. The jack fell down early, so that slowed things up on the front right side tire exchange. Brad K will be in the lead, though, when we cycle through. But Boucher, a nice surprise at third. These Fords getting better as the day goes along. Lap 200 of 400, 31 to go in stage. McDowell and Larson, both a lap down, among many others at this point in the race. And it's late in the day for that. 11 to go in the stage now. Reddick sandwiched in between teammates Brad K and Boucher. Bowman racing Larson hard. They're both trying to be the first car a lap down. This is very aggressive racing on the track right now. That could make or break somebody's day. Teammates there hammering it out. Contact. And the 48 runs the five up the track. Larson has been pissy about much less. So we'll have to see if there's words there. I didn't think there were. But two to go. Boucher second now. And while Bowman and Larson just battle back and forth for the free pass all the way up to the end of stage two, Brad K takes the stage. Shurex really made that one-stop effort work for him was the was the point in second stage, though. Nobody else really could, but, but Truex and company were able to make it work. We get to the last stage, and he's now in the picture because of that. So Brad K and Boucher up front. Reddick, Wallace, Bush, Hamlin after that, then Gibbs, Truex, Priest still hanging around, and Dylan. Hamlin goes wide and high. Bubba gives him the room. Hamlin coming for Reddick. Reddick is high. He's low. Reddick loose in the corner. He recovers. 117 to go now. Logo to pit road. Logano. 
Brucia brings it in also, trying to find an edge. A way around this teammate, Brad K. That's what he's looking for. That's why he brings it in a little early. So that makes Brad K come to pit road because he's got to follow suit now. Terrible park job, but he makes it work. It's slow, but it works. There's no penalty. There's no nothing. Boucher is going to be able to overtake him when we cycle through, though. It's still an RFK show for the moment. Elliott brings it in finally. Chase Elliott looking for an edge. Truex very loose at this point. His team is advising him, ride this out. He looks loose. He's trying to stretch it out and maybe not pit for another 25 laps, but he just gets too loose and he has to bring it in. They they concede he brings it in. 87 to go now. Theoretically, Truex could run to the end. He, did, he was able to stretch it enough. They don't want to be this close, but he could make it to the end, theoretically. Order is now Boucher, Reddick, Priest, Wallace, Hamlin, Brad K, Bush, Kyle Bush, Logano, Harvick, and Dylan. Larson pitting. Thinking just one stop now in this stage. So they bring it in with 84 to go. Difference between them and Truex, though, is Larson is two laps down now while he's doing it. And he races Hamlin tough on those new tires. Didn't wreck him, but he was aggressive in achieving his spot, we'll say. We'll call it that. Two-stop strategy guys are still out there up front. Brad K did bring it in, said he was losing grip. Logo bringing it in now. Truex back on the lead lap now. Harvick and Elliott bring it in. Boucher too now. So Truex will try to contend on his one-stop old tires, which are going to be 19 uh, laps older than Boucher's new tires. Reddick with the pit penalty. The the, that probably kills his chances of a, of a victory, and it does. It's either he makes a mistake or his team makes a mistake, but his first year with 2311 has been full of, we'll call them these smaller mistakes that ruin the day. He's got those fresh tires, though. He's racing hard, and he unlaps himself, 57 to go in the race. Boucher overtakes Truex now, 48 to go in the race. Boucher has more than a six-second lead at this point. Sorry, guys. This is something with the volume there. Okay. More than a six-second lead at this point in the race. Truex continuing the fade. 20 to go at this point and 10 to go now. But we get a caution. Suarez turned around on turn three. Contact with Gregson. This will make things interesting. Everyone needs four tires and a very quick effort, basically. So Boucher and Hamlin first off pit road. Kyle Busch picks up a bunch of spots. He'll be able to be in third now. Huge gain for him. And there's four to go. Everybody worried about the 11. What is Hamlin going to do? Order becomes Boucher, Hamlin, Bush, Priest, Truex, Brad K, Logano, Harvick, Almarola, and Wallace. Now, Boucher seals off Denny's outside run. They're one and two. Denny slides up the track. Logo is there now because of that. In there now because of that. And Boucher holds them both off. Huge win for Boucher. Wrecks in that uh, back of the field there. Cendric, Almendinger, Ty Dillon, they wreck. Kyle Busch grabs third. Logo grabs fourth. Priest with a top five finish. Great day for him. Brad K finishes inside top six. Disappointing day for him as they led so much and wanted to really get that first victory for him in his car, in his team company car that he owns. Not to be, but his teammate got it. And the Fords look strong. Kyle Busch, uh, not in the Ford and the Chevy, but look strong all the same. Very great race for RFK, giving them a lot of recent momentum. Brad K was about 151 points at this uh, now inside of the uh, cutoff line. So I think he's okay. 
Babusha really getting them get their second car in with that victory. So huge weekend for RFK and Richmond. Couldn't have gone better unless you ask Brad K. Now we get to take a look forward to the Irish Hills in Michigan, the Firekeepers Casino 400 at Michigan International Speedway. And we're down to just four races, guys. Things are going to start to uh, get a little grittier uh, as we race. I know tempers are flaring a little, but you ain't seen nothing yet because desperation has got to set in. That big lady is warming up, if you know what I mean. Twelve drivers have locked themselves into the postseason with a victory. There's only four spots left and there's only four races left. You guys can do the math. Not a lot of opportunity left. So you got to think about Bowman and Elliott. These are guys still outside of the playoff picture. Hendricks Motorsports is going to be doing everything they can over these next four races to get those two inside of the picture, as well as all these other cars that are out there. Front row wants that McDowell car in the playoffs. He's going to have to be a little better than he has been lately, just to be quite honest. You got Eric Jones surging. There's people surging, right? So there's a lot going on as we come down to the end of the regular season here. But all this dramatics is going to take its uh, place center stage, I should say, in Brooklyn, Michigan this Sunday. This is a two-mile track, bigger track. Cup purse for this one is going to be just over 7.5 mil. Race distance is 200 laps, so that's 400 miles. We're going to have stage breaks at 45, 120, and then, of course, race ends at 200. Most recent winner here, Kevin Harvick, summer of 2022. So let's take a look at what we can expect. First of all, Goodyear's bringing back the same tire setup that they used at Fontana, Las Vegas, Kansas, Nashville, and Pocono earlier in the season. And the teams are basically going to get one set for practice, one set for qualifying, and then and you get six sets for the Sunday race. So you got to make them work. Ford is the story. They've won uh, the last eight races here. So, I mean, you can you guys can count, right? And so that means dominance, right? Uh, they won last week. Ford did as a manufacturer. They want to bring it back to back. RFK feeling great about. The repeat, Brad K feeling really good about the repeat, but the other Ford companies are thinking this may be a chance for them to get in on an opportunity where they know the manufacturer does well, even though their cars haven't been doing well. You're looking at Stuart Haas, right? So let's start there. Stuart Haas. Um, Kevin Harvick has won five of the last six races. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Ford has won um, the last eight races. Of those last eight, Harvick has won six of those. So six of the last eight. I'm sorry, five of the last eight. So of the last eight Sprint Cup races at Michigan, Harvick has won five. That's an incredible number. I wanted to make sure and get it right because that's pure dominance. That's the track where he figures it out. Two top two finishes in 11 of his last 18 stops here. And last year, he washed away a almost two-year winless drought at this track. So this was his last victory, and he's on another little bit of a drought here. Last season, last dance, last time for Kevin Harvick. Can you be good one more time? He's cementing his legacy on the way out the door. This is his best track. This is his time for him to be good. So Stuart Haas, they got a lot to expect from Mr. Kevin Harvick. On Sunday afternoon, Stuart Haas racing, as I said, six of the last eight races here. The number 22 team 
for Joey Logano has won three times at Michigan. Most recently, not um, most recently was like 2019 though, so a little while away. But all three victories though of note for for the 22 come from the pole position. So we have to take a look at qualifying on Saturday tomorrow. And if you see Joey Logano up front, guys, that's that's the story of the day right there. Is that car will probably be good enough to win it if he can get that pole position. Blaney has a top has a top tens and 50% of his Michigan starts. Right guy, right manufacturer, right time. Playoff car, he's already got a win this year. So Blaney should be fast here as well, for sure, for sure. <clears throat> and of course, we've already mentioned Brad Kay, but this is his home track. He has run well here in the past. He wants a victory as an owner in his car. This is the the best top time to do it. They've got the right momentum. They really feel like they should have and could have won last week, except for that messed up hit at the end. So they're going to be really surging this week. I love Brad Kay, as does everybody else, right? But let's talk about some outside of Ford opportunities, because obviously you can play them. And if you're doing DraftKings FanDuel, pepper in the cheaper Fords. You know who the cheaper Fords are. Yes, we have a chance that, you know, something could happen in the back of the pack. But again, if you're just looking for manufacturers, you just think Briscoe, Burton. These are the guys that are going to help you, you know, round it out. Almarola even, 7500 But those are three guys below $7,600. Those other two guys are sub-7,000, right? And so sub-6,000 even. You got 5900 no, 65 for Briscoe, 6500 but 5900 for Burton. So those are Fords. We know that's the right manufacturer for this race. So again, you can look at all the Fords. You want to do straight Ford lineups. That's okay. You can do that. But if you want to look elsewhere, Toyota Gibbs. So uh, Ty Gibbs scored his first top 10 uh, at Michigan last season, filling in for, for Kurt Busch. He's uh, a rookie, but he's battling for a playoff spot. He's been racing well lately. They're coming on, and he's just 18 points out of the playoffs uh, at this point with four races to go. And so if you see him near McDowell on the track, it's going to get hot, y'all. It's going to get hot. Toyota has won only once in the last 20 Michigan races, though. Now it's Matt Kenseth way back in 2015. Hamlin has five straight top 10 efforts. So we want to have some interest in him. That's really good. If you don't know, um, four of those top 10 efforts cracked the top five. Hamlin's finished first, second, and third in the three stages last year. So guy who's figuring it out, obviously with this next-gen car, didn't have any problems doing well last year. I want to take a look at him. Also of note, last year um, in the spring, they did a good year test at Michigan, and Wallace was able to get on the track bubble Wallace to do that. So this enabled him taking a lot of confidence into the race last year. And he did get the pole, and then he did finish runner-up. You no longer have that edge on everybody else, though. They've raced the race. They've, they've got the tires. We did it all in competition. So that edge goes away a little bit. I would like to see him beat me up again this week, man. I didn't think he'd have a good week last week, and he had a better week. Can he do it again? Do it again, because I would say no. For the Chevys, uh, you got to look at Kyle Busch. He wrecked early last year, but he had, before that, nine straight top ten finishes at the track. So as a Chevy, I want some 
consideration there. He was doing that as a Toyota last year. So should be a little bit of a better effort for him this year. And Chase Elliott, four top tens in the last five races at the two-mile oval. So, you know, how can you not be interested there? So in terms of how I might put it together in terms of lineups, I'm thinking Elliott Bush, you know, Hamlin Elliott, uh, Bush Elliott, Bush Hamlin. I want two of those guys that are not Fords, and I'm going to pepper the Fords into the rest of the lineup. So that's one way I'm going to do it. And then I'll just have another lineup that'll be all Ford. So I can get my Ford superstars in there if I pay down with some of the little guys. But that's how I'm going to attack it. I'll be very shocked if, if another car besides Ford is in the winner's circle on Sunday. But I believe if it is, we've mentioned them here. Guys, that's all I got for you. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the race. Have fun if you're watching it. If you're playing, good luck. You know the deal. Let's come back here next week, talk about how we did, and we'll break it down. Peace. This has been Pit Row. If you enjoyed it, drive back through next week. We'll do it again. Another Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment production.